0: folks sorry about last week sorry sorry about this week
1: yeah we actually recorded on a sunday it's a
0: real weekend recording it's
1: not for the first is the not the first one (laughs) it was the first one just don't tell superfan (laughs) allen
0: don't tell superfan allen we're normally recording at like two in the afternoon How about you this
1: is the wrong time to do an intro with deborah winger riding that bull like a parisian street hoeer.
0: and as i said at the end of the episode she's got she's Sans bra throughout the movie. It's got a very natural cowgirl look to
1: her. Mm. Are we talking about John Travolta now?
0: <laughs> don't they end up together? Like they they go their separate ways, and she fucks the con, and he fucks this one here that's kind of weird looking. Yeah, and then they get back together. They don't just, they get back together after yeah. kind of going their separate ways for a little? Yeah, bit?
1: They, they it ends up being Bud and Sissy for life, you know. He puts the I, sissy back up in the mirror at the yeah. end of the movie, or and in the back of the truck.
0: Because his his side piece, she's kind of weird looking, and the whole her cowboy hat feels forced. Like she's she looks like a like a New York fashion woman who's like, I'm gonna wear a cowboy hat to match my new boyfriend when we go to some bar called Gilly's later. <laughs> Whereas Deborah Wingers in there like fucking like grinding on a mechanical bull with no bra, like fucking probably. Getting a, getting a little getting a
1: little wet while she's riding the. the fake let's, leave, let's leave. Let's we don't need to. It's the intro. We don't need to. But yeah, that we, we watched Urban Cowboy. It's fucking fantastic. We talked on a little bit. Got a little Travolta-y for His a while. His arm is still broken. Like how it's, long? Yeah.
0: How long do you have to wear a fucking cast as an adult man?
1: Yeah, but anyways, you'll enjoy this. We talk about this week in review, kind of more of a personal nature. That's true. Um,
0: We'd, yeah, we didn't really do any news today. No, we didn't you really do. We did. We did. We did touch on one news story that was pretty good. You didn't have the notebook today.
1: No, it was so. a. It was you know off the cuff thing. I will say this: there was the. the we'll give a quick for an intro Florida story because we didn't get to it in the meat of it. Mm. It's also political. So Brian, I know it's Florida, but tune out. Uh, it's not political if you're not there. He's probably gone. So fuck him. But uh, it, uh, a man took a uh, what do you call a dump truck and poured dirt all over his car so the all, all over his girlfriend's car while she was in it mm. so it's one of these backhoes huge you know construction equipment and he just dumped all this dirt now when you read the headline it, you just see that man pours dirt using backloader on a girlfriend's car mm. and I knew that there was something missing in that headline Yeah. and we all know what it was Yeah. like you said I wonder where that happened <laughs> Florida that's where it <laughs> fucking happened of course it fucking happened in Florida did she survive I, yeah I didn't say she's dead or anything
0: It's like it seems like it could be potentially lethal (laughs) like if it's enough dirt and it caves in the roof or if it's so much dirt that you get like buried alive in the dirt you can't move the car out of it it's like that movie deuces wild takes place in the 50s where like to get revenge on some like local mobster the greaser kids throw like fucking cinder blocks from a Mm -hmm. rooftop on top of his car and just completely demolish the car and it's like you could have killed him (laughs) Like, I know you're mad because he kicked you out of the fucking, you know, ice cream store or whatever the fuck happened in 1950s New York, but you just threw, like, 20 cinder blocks on the roof of his, like, thin roof, thin metal roof Cadillac. Ha ha ha. You could have murdered him.
1: Well, it's like those kids that recently got, you know, they, I don't know, I guess they didn't get tried as adults, but they were throwing rocks at cars on the interstate, and, up oh, what do you know? One of the rocks went through the windshield. Guy lost control. Dead. What do you think's going to happen, kids? You're throwing rocks. A car is moving 75. Yeah. gets back to the whole waterheads are winning. Not only are they winning, but they're, <laughs> they're fucking reproducing. Like we got waterhead just fucking running rampant.
0: We're on our way to idiocracy. Yep. We have stupid people are making kids and smart
1: ones aren't. So, it's, and like, and it's, like, it's
0: like the kids that used to throw the dummies off the bridges to scare mm. people. It's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so we'll leave
1: you that. The waterheads are winning and producing, so keep a lookout for them. Don't step on power down power lines <laughs> and...
0: If the waterheads are producing, does that mean Burke's
1: a waterhead? Oh. Oh, reproducing. Sorry.
0: Sorry, Burke. Burke's got a little waterheaded in him.
1: Well, that would explain the phone thing. There was a lot of head injuries more than it was being born waterheaded. His was uh, earned over time. Right. Multiple blows to the head.
0: That explains the phone thing. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the lady's underwear, which we never really asked. (laughs) You never noticed that we just kind of like, hey, he's wearing pink lacy underwear. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we never asked the follow-up question. <laughs> Why? Yeah. We just kind of ran with it. And yeah. now it's just a thing. I mean, the ch- I mean, the only thing he really changes now is the color scheme. There's the only one I had a problem with was, was the mustard yellow piece. I just yeah. feel like...
0: There's so much we know about our listenership now yeah. that we didn't before. Mm. Like, you know, Matt's cut.
1: Yeah. And we Burnt talk about, about that. Yeah, we should have we saved that. That was a... <laughs> you just really gave it, <laughs> gave it the whole load. <laughs> Out front, you got to tease him, man. Everyone was waiting and wondering about Matt, and now right here in the intro, we know that it's, he uh, he doesn't come from the hood.
0: <laughs> it's still it's still a good uh, segment <laughs> when we read his email. We actually read an entire Matt and Perth email today.
1: Yeah, we've been saying it every time. Like, oh, we forgot. Oh, well, this time we did it. the whole thing. Enjoy. It's
0: it? Probably of all his emails, it's probably the one he wanted read the least. Yeah. Well,
1: he said to do with it what you will. <laughs> so when you tell us that. Yeah. you'd be lucky I didn't put it on my personal Facebook <laughs> I have a friend in Perth, Australia his name's Matt and he's got a circumcised penis <laughs> that's all happy Tuesday <laughs> don't forget to vote <laughs> vote or die that'd be the most ridiculous I have a friend in Australia his name is Matt he's in Perth he has a circumcised penis he owns a he owns he a, a truck trucking penis. company
0: alright well that's it big gulps alright <laughs> you said st- Facebook's had status
1: update. <laughs> I just found out my friend in Perth, Australia.
0: <laughs> That's my status.
1: Has a similar penis to mine.
0: <laughs> Turns out he's just as interested in beating off his own. <laughs> it's
1: just hard to do logistically. I have a friend who owns a trucking company and, <laughs> mo- and most likely jacks off in the back of his truck. <laughs> he says it's for expedience more than it is fun. Yeah. But.
0: Well, and i you know, Matt presented us with the issue, mm-hmm. and after the email, I presented him with a potential solution. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to listen for that. But anyways, lapman has got to run. He's got dicks to suck. Or, <laughs> uh, sucks to dick. Anyways. how <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> or I don't know. I got, you know, I woke up at six thirty, and the uh, kid was just beating me across the head and neck. I don't know Hopefully what she caught with the cast. I've caught one with that <laughs> cast. Yeah, we didn't. <clears throat> I guess we could talk about that. We mm-hmm. ended the show. I had this terrible sense of like father's guilt mm-hmm. at the end of our last episode because I was like. If you, if you go <laughs> listen to it, we're like, she's probably making more of it yeah. than it really is. Yeah. You, know, you know,
0: women. Women. <laughs> women. Women. tend to exaggerate.
1: Broads, am I right? You know? And then right before I left, I listened to it and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and see what's up with this leg. You know, and it turns out it, um, it it was actually way more than the, she was making it. Mm. You know, a, little, a little fracture in the leg there. Turns out it's fairly common. I think that's like true of anything now. It's like, if something happens to you, you can do a Google search and feel better about it or right. worse within 15 seconds. It's like WebMD. The joke is either you have a headache or you have cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same thing with like, so, you, you know, you, we did a Google search for, you know, toddler leg breaks. And there turns out there's a thing called toddler breaks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like exactly what it is. It's
0: not coffee.
1: No. Uh, apparently. So, you know, kids. And that's what we were trying to wrap our minds around. Kids fall all the time. Right. this kid particularly because she's oh, been, yeah, like, she's th- been on the move since she I mean we're her we're her parents and I tell you you know to be mindful of this we think she's extra special all the time she's done things early her whole life yeah and to the extreme so we we do kind of know that she she's a, a little bit a cut above those her, her, her age mm-hmm. but
0: just like her old man
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah will <laughs> yeah. be future yeah. citizen of the world oh yeah
1: <laughs> She's already, like, contributing more to society in 18 months than I have in 35, 36 years. Yeah, but but.
0: what's what's wild, like, I made the joke once when one of my girls was particularly little. I don't remember which. It's like, I'm surprised you don't see and hear more news about head trauma with kids. And, like, I remember asking her pediatrician, a pediatrician once, about a bum -bum on the head. He's like, kids are so resilient. They Mm -hmm. bounce back so fast. Like, he said, so long as, if they ever hit their head hard... (coughs) If they ever hit their head hard, you just, you know, a bump up is better than a bump in. Like, that's the one thing I'll tell you. Uh-huh. Like, other than that, if they hit their head hard, you just gotta watch them. make sure Ger- that-
1: That's what Jerry Sandusky said, too.
0: <laughs> hey, you gotta bump up?
1: <laughs> no, but I have a bump in. Oh, 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 I like little boy boners. It's way too early. <laughs> I mean, in the show. Not at, like, the time of day. <laughs> I've made pedophile jokes and me go way back. There's no time of day. It doesn't. doesn't I still work.
0: laugh when I'm just but, driving around and I just go, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> no, so you know yeah. she she break she she apparently took a nap at her babysitter's and then woke up and I've seen this happen. She went for a ball because she's you know, obsessed with. You know, round things and the
0: babysitter stiff armed her Yeah.
1: <laughs> and apparently she just fell and I'd seen the kind of I, I kind of imagined how it went but she fractured her little leg and cried but then was tough and like kept being a baby throughout the day but she just wouldn't put any pressure on it and no one knew it. we all thought it was in the hip and then, so after I left here well, it was kind of frustrating but you know how you'll understand what I'm saying like I leave here Northside CHOA Children's Hospital of Atlanta for those who don't know is you know Called Choa by its acronym name, because who the hell? Children's Hospital of Atlanta, of course. But there's a Northside campus five minutes from from right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we could be there in five minutes from here. So right. I but leave you, here. I drove all the way. Home I drive, I'm driving home, <laughs> sitting in some traffic, and I get a text message, not a call, which I. It's from my mom, and it just said like, "Hey, uh, how far out are you?" And I was like, "10, you know, 15 minutes. What's up?" And she was like, oh, nothing, we're just packing, we're thinking we're gonna go to the ER. I was like, this is a phone call. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Any visit of a family member in general, but my child, that's not a text message. It's like Oh, this was a text. While I'm driving! (laughs) And it's just, oh it's all good, it's perfect. We're we're just don't wanna (laughs) worry. Pretty sure
0: dad had a heart attack. (laughs) Ambulance is on the way. (laughs) Emoji smiley face. the little one with the hands out and the world yeah, yeah, the woman, like, around <laughs> for some reason with the
1: hands out. Okay, I'll send back genie-genie, sweaty. I don't... Uh, like, but Um This is a phone call. So it was definitely, I was definitely thinking that. So now I'm like, shit. So I'm like, oh, all right, fuck. So <laughs> I get over there and like we're going to go to Choa Northside or Choa on Northside. I was like, I was... Okay, we could have been there. Yeah. Y'all could have just left, but they're like, oh, we just planned it. Anyways... But you, and those what I was trying to say earlier in those moments you can't be like the fuck's wrong with you you dumb bitches you got to be like okay yeah, like you yeah. have to be a part of the team you know you can't
0: well yeah like the the day that my mother in law called and she said and she's like so Adelaide had an accident at the playground like she has a lot of preamble I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like tell me what happened <laughs> like is she alive <laughs> is she bleeding. <laughs>
1: Is she unconscious? Well, right? it's just like...
0: Skip a, the preamble right? tell me it's, what happened. What's the, wrong? What's the, wrong? The, what's it's, wrong?
1: It's, it's the pertinent facts you want, but yeah. they, the, the person delivering the news, you have to always put yourself in that in that bubble. Well, I mean, if you're caught, think about it, man. Yeah. If if a friend of yours dropped off their daughter or son to play with Addie mm. and Albs, and y'all are playing, and the kid takes a tumble, hits the perfect corner the right way, splits yeah. that, that corner piece on the top of the head, yeah. or any pressure. Yeah. So you know it's not like... The kid's not dying, yeah. but there's blood everywhere. Yeah. It looks a mess. Yeah, head injury. So are you, bad. yeah, and so you call and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> you would probably." I don't think you I would think, be like, even as a parent, I don't think you'd be. Like, Jim, head injury, serious, blood everywhere. We've called nine one one. Here, you know, I, I don't kind think of you look,
0: would want when I through. delivered the message about, like, I got the message about Adelaide that I had to then deliver to Kristen, and it was all business. That's different. <laughs>
1: Because delivering it to Kristen is different it's just That's just to parent. another
0: person I called and I said Hey your mom just called Adelaide split her chin on the playground We gotta take her to the ER Cause it's gonna need stitches It's like alright I'll leave work now Like right. that was the in-
1: but That like- one's totally understood <laughs> I am talking about you You calling Yeah a, a, a family You know The father of the child That you Was under your care Yeah Well, now, And mind about- you It is a total accident It could have happened yeah. to Addie It could have yeah. happened to Aubrey. In fact in your mind When those things happen If mm-hmm. it was me I'd be like Damn it Could have happened Why couldn't this happen to you <laughs> The thing about
0: that particular phone call was my mother-in-law always will call, and if she has something to tell me, she starts with, hey, Brent, the girls are fine, mm. just wanted to tell you that uh, Adelaide bumped her head on the on the slide today, mm. and she's she's been kind of whining upset, so I want to know if I could give her some, some medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Or, uh, we, you know, the girls are fine, but um, one of them uh, choked on a little bit of water at the pool, so we left early. Just wanted you to know sure. in case they're complaining about, you know, their throat hurting, like, She'll always give me the, they're fine before I give you the news. And in this particular phone call, it's like, hey, so um, Adelaide had an accident today. Right. And I'm like, all right, you didn't lead out with, with, with she's fine, so what's up? Like, yeah. get to the news. Well. And, and because, thank God, because she called me, you know, this isn't a slight at my mother-in-law, but more along the lines of the joke you're making with, like, the women just like, oh, what do we do? Woo! And you're like, here's what you do. You fucking already (laughs) go to the hospital and tell me you're on your way and I meet you there.
1: (laughs) So my mother-in-law called She's like, I'm not sure what to
0: do. And I said, well, if she needs to. Well, because that wasn't the
1: joke. I was right here. Yeah. Oh, like, y'all, when y'all, when did you make this decision? But again, you can't, you can't start peppering with questions. You can't be like, you can't look for reason in that situation (laughs) because you won't find it. No. I think of a man. Yeah. And I take away reason and accountability. No,
0: in, that, in my particular instance, I had the opportunity to man, so to speak, control from the word go. I said, all right, well, look, uh, this particular hospital is X minutes away from you. I can get there if I take the, that's mm. the, day I took the 75 um, speed ramp without the pass and got a, a whopping fine because of it. I was like, I will meet you there. Because she was like, should you come here first? I said, no, we need to address this now. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, like selfishly, I'm thinking because I don't want to be at some ER till one in the morning because we waited too long to go. And I'd called around this (coughs) open till eight. We can get there by seven. We're guaranteed to be out within an hour because they can't not treat her, but they also close at eight o'clock. Well, I'll
1: tell you what, all all the logistics is done. That's the boring stuff. But there were certainly some... uh, I've always... Me and air, airports and hospitals and me get along. Mm. Not in the sense that I like yearn to be in them, but when I'm in them, because they all have a McDonald's. I always, well, that's almost that's definitely true. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I know. I know there was a, a McDonald's. Were, I was very hungry, but I knew there was a only a McDonald's attached to the hospital because you know I'd been there for birth, and it's really sad to be at a McDonald's at 1.30 in the morning, and because this is what happened when we actually had the the baby. And you look around, and the only other people in line are are doctors, and you know that they know they shouldn't be eating this shit, <laughs> but it's the only option at 1.30 in the morning at the hospital, yeah. and they do it nightly. Yeah. But I will tell you this: there are some interesting, you know, people watching. That's what I was getting to with the hospitals and, and airports. Uh, we walk in, and I it's just funny what your what your brain does because I was definitely worried. It's your kid; you don't yeah. know what's going on. A little guilt. Cause I'm over here podcasting and she's hobbling around.
0: Bro, bro, we were making dick and fart dick jokes. Dick and fart and jokes. Pedoph- I'm pretty sure there's a jokes. lot of pedophilia.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so...
0: Meanwhile, she's walking around with this broken tibia.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> we, we walk in and I, I was just... It was just a... It, I remember being in my head that night. And maybe it was coming off the pot, but just being like... Oh man, a Trumper would have a bad time here if their if their kid walked in and it was sick because I remember I walked in and I was like, "Holy shit! It looks like United Nations in here." <laughs> we were the only white people right off the jump, and it was full, and it was like just it looked like it looked seriously it looked like a like a like a Grand Central Station in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know me, I'm not. I love the Mexicans. <laughs> no walls. Come on over. You do the jobs no one else wants to do. Your food is amazing. Your food is amazing. Your culture is steeped in history. I have no problem with you. But when you walk in, I remember thinking <laughs> directly being like I can what my brain did was think like, okay. You're probably not from here if you're a trumper because it's that kind of, it's predominantly in this area within mm-hmm. the city limits. You're out you're outnumbered. By, by Trumpers, ones. Trumpers. I was out in the country. I saw it everywhere. I think you said the same. I mean, if you go outside the city limits and you go up in the mountains or down in the lowlands, it's Trump everywhere. But I remember thinking, like, if I had a, if I'm a Trumper and I walk in here, and I have to take a line, and then you just watch every little Spanish or Mexican kid just going in front of you. Why are they serving the white? <laughs> <party>? <laughs> this is my daughter. I just remember thinking like how pissed but, that.
0: That over there, he seems fine. My daughter's got a stomachache, and I need a goddamn doctor. Sorry, I shouldn't take the Lord's name in vain. Sorry. You know he said it. Trump said it, so I feel like I can say it. And I know I shouldn't. Well, it's just he, like you know I fucked a prostitute yesterday. I know it shouldn't be that, but he did it. Yeah. I'm having a hard time merging my morals for the last thirty years as a Christian Southerner. With the man I idolize, because he does—he does
1: everything the opposite. I, I gotta be honest, sir. I'm—I'm I'm finding myself more and more worn out with the goddamn gymnastics I have to do morally around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do I fuck? Next thing you know, he's just talking to the to the person at the desk. I mean, I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, I, oh shit, yeah, my daughter. Oh fuck, anyway, uh,
0: I think it's ap- ap- appendicitis.
1: She's known to eat some crazy shit though. <laughs> Uh, no, but, but it was just fucking funny. Fucking I, I don't remember thinking, and he, it's also to from a, down to Grady. I'm not a germaphobe. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not a germaphobe, but little I'm, I'm borderline. And I just remember thinking, like, these are just disgusting children. Like, <laughs> you could see snot bubbles, yeah. and you could see, like, just covered in every yeah. type of filth. And the ones that aren't covered in filth and snot bubbles and running around mm-hmm. look lethargic and deathly ill. Yeah. Or, and like, one little... guy's cradling, the other only white guy that showed up. I feel I, that's where I started to be, like, oh, this is kind of fucked up and getting, like, not nervous for my daughter but just kind of like you're nervous in general because these are shit once you have kids it's just different I know that like everyone says that and, and as a person with, not, with no kids you kind of want to say like, hey fuck you it's just a kid yeah and it's both ways are true yeah. but when I saw this dude carrying my dog is my baby yeah when you saw this guy carrying in his daughter I was like damn she looked bad he looked really nervous you know and the whole thing's just a lot yeah but once we got through the process, we're getting back to a different room. V wants to play. It was so funny to watch her try it They had like these mm-hmm. games that would be perfect for her. It's kind of like video game stream that shoots down on the floor, and it's got these sensors so you can touch and move, and things happen. But she couldn't do it, and these little this little Mexican kid was, and she was trying to play. And then we finally get <laughs> called back into the office. Hang on to it. <laughs> we finally get called back into the office, and things start to move. And I remember feeling better once... You know, the doctor was looking into things, even though everything seemed to take, like... Between visits, it was, like, an hour and a half. Like, okay, we're going to take an x-ray. Well, an hour and a half later, the x-ray happened. Yeah. And then an hour and a half later, we find out the result. I'm like, fuck, what? Everything you just told us wasn't the problem. Now there is a fracture, yada, yada. Now we're going to have to get it in a cast. Well, hour and a half later. It was just like, bank, 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 bank. So I said... Yeah, they built by the hour there. (laughs) the the What I love the most is I said, I'm going to go get a cup of decaf. And I'm sitting out there, and now there's all... Sort there's all manner of people, and I'll tell you it's weird because the few times I, I just had I would just have to take a lap with nervous energy, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, there'd be nobody in the waiting room, like they had finally cleared through whatever the waiting list was, and you'd come back thirty minutes and be full. That's how that's how they were coming in this emergency wave of children. You mm-hmm. you, you could literally clear. It'd be like you know how you, you it's like anybody else's workflow. You get in, you, you got a log jam of emails and issues. You knock it out in three hours. You look down, like, oh, shit, nothing on the docket. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get a coffee. You come back, you're what the fuck? And you're just loaded down with emails and more and more, more time. That's I think that's how they work, you know? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there, <clears throat> make a cup of deep calf. and I'm looking around, just taking it all in, saying, what the fuck? Happy Monday, everybody. You know, like, this mm-hmm. is me now. It's yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning. and um, Probably going to miss work tomorrow. Oh, I had already... Already done Superfan Allen. I was a like, hey buddy. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, so I'm sitting there and this lady comes in, and these are, these are, this is God's people, man. These are some, this is husband, and wife, talk like yes. <laughs> Ain't no joke. This is exactly how I'm talking. <laughs> he was probably six foot, <clears throat> 320, big boy. Mm. Big boy, and it was all in the wrong. It was that wrong fat where he's got hamburger skinny legs, but a gut that just mm. monstrous, monstrous gut. Now, the misses, no, no, no jeans and a, and a NASCAR shirt, though.
0: I love when you see a huge guy, like not even fat, but like <laughs> that could easily be a professional wrestler, and he's just like you can tell, like that dude lives in overalls.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, overalls, Carhartt jacket, boots. Like, that's his look even on fucking Sunday afternoon.
1: So let me paint the picture. As I'm sitting there, they walk in, and you have to, like, you, you check in, you sign a thing, you sit down. It's like a deli at that point. You've drawn a number, and they'll call your name. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the, the missus was wearing these tight-ass jeans, but I don't know where fat people get tight jeans. I don't understand the concept. Like, where does a fat woman go? Walmart. Like a big fat-ass. Walmart. Is it? They yeah. just buy, like, regular fat people jeans, but they're Walmart. just too small.
0: Well, they're not even real jeans. They're like It's, like, 30% cotton, and the rest of it is a mix of, like, latex. or right. Not, not spandex well, she's... and polyurethane
1: contrary to her contrary to her husband she had the body build that was kind of like she was fat but it was this this well um, well distributed yeah but she had one of those asses that made her look like one of those women that used to wear those dresses in the 1700s that shot the ass like way mm-hmm. out yeah but this was just all fat and ass and tight jeans and mm. she had a uh, she had a redneck John Deere shirt on she was wearing a hat it had a fish, a fish. I mean this was a fucking caricature
0: it was like a casting calls and the they walk family. in
1: and they have like five kids with them I don't know which one of the kids is sick or if the whole clan has done got caught a bad piece of deer back strap well this just one turned.
0: here stepped on the rest of the nail yesterday I figured we kind of waited it out see what happened, but since we come in he's locked him. y'all <laughs> brought him anyway he's eating soup but he's fine this one over here poked herself with a coat hanger in the eyeball. He still sees out the other one, so I figure we'll let that ride.
1: Donkey kicked on this one. This one took a donkey hit.
0: <laughs> Anyways, little baby here. He's the one we're here. He's got a grape stuck in his throat right now. And he's breathing solely through his nose. I figure, you know, we we're going to put off the first two. This one's kind of important. This I mean, He's got to breathe, right? Shit. So, this one over here, she's fine. She's I mean, all she ever does is fucking put her nose in a book, anyways. It ain't like she's out there doing shit. <laughs> anyways, can we get like a, a four in one deal here? <laughs> so,
1: so, exactly. That's That's it. That's them. And, um,. <laughs> I look over, I and one of the, one of the kids. One of the kids definitely looks ill, just pale, ashen, and they got like a blanket. Maybe malnourished. So they, I don't know. So they sit her down, but the parents just seem so laissez, just blase about it. It's yeah. just like they've checked in. He's like chuckling about something, smiling. He hands her, or she's rifling through one of like a like a coin purse, and he's like, "Where are you going?" Now, mind you, I'm just watching all of this now because I got nothing yeah. else going on here. Yeah. "Where are you going?" She like, "I'm just gonna go get something I can chew on." And I knew right then I was like, these are these are my people right here. Not my people, like yeah. this is this is just who I wanna be in a fucking waiting room in a children's hospital with. Yeah. Someone who said, Where are you going? Oh, I don't know. Go, go get something chew on. And she comes back with with combos. I think one of those things, like the pizza things. Yeah, they're like little bag snacks. I think they're called combos.
0: Yeah, it's like like rock hard bread product. Yeah, but it's like meant to be like pizza flavored or yeah, some it's, shit. It's filled with like a like a paste that is. Air quote pizza. Flavor. Like
1: those Australian snacks that M and P sent us look like something you get at the Ritz Carlton compared to a combo.
0: Combos are the white trashiest of white trash snacks. Yeah. Like well, it, she got, there com- is no she, she had, trash she came back with the combos, a combos, other than maybe bugles,
1: a combos, a Snickers, and a, and a Diet Coke. So she's watching her her sugars mm-hmm. with the Diet Coke. Yeah, but it was just something I can chew my, I can put my teeth on. Something I can, something on. I can chew on. Excuse me. But, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting experience. I'll say that, we, you know. A lot of, and now she's got a little cast on. She drags herself when, around like a little. I mean, I, I'm trying to embrace it. I was like, let's do her Christmas card right now. Dresser is Tiny, <laughs> dresser is tiny Tim. <laughs> and Lee is like, but Tiny Tim dies. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Have you never seen? I mean, Christmas card is the greatest dies, story ever he, told. He dies and then doesn't he, die. He dies symbolically yeah. for the storyline.
0: But he's alive at the end But of he the
1: lives. End. quite, And he becomes. And Honestly, he's a little rich kid now. He's mm-hmm. like Scrooge's, you know. Well, ooh, we do a lot of pedophilia <laughs> humor here. What if, what if the dark side, like, the untold story of what really happened yeah. in a Christmas
0: The reason isn't Scrooge likes Tiny Tim so much, will shock you.
1: <laughs> Sponsored content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, when you're describing the game, that would be perfect for V, but she can't do it because she's hobbled. Like, I just had this awful visual of just different types of injured kids. Oh. Who can't quite who can't quite do the game. You got V on one leg and she can't do it, and you got a little Mexican kid who's bleeding from the eye. Like they're all trying to play the game, yeah. but they're all just too hobbled in the child emergency room it is to funny. do the
1: game. Not to spend too much time on storytelling from the week, but that is a funny that you said it, because the girl that was the little Mexican girl that was there, her parents had brought her Had this eyeball that was swollen shut, and I don't know if it was, like, someone, if it hit it Mm -hmm. or if she was having an allergic reaction, but the eyeball was just huge and puffed and swollen shut, and her hair was just all awry, but this kid was loving life. I had never seen, like, she had no, she could have been any fucking wear. Yeah. She was jumping off chairs and smiling and running over and, like, high-fiving me, and she was about, I'd I'd say she's about two Two, two, maybe a little bit more. But the parenting style is very interesting because the they had her bigger brother there and her older. That's the that oh, was funny actually. The, the age ranges of Mexican children. <laughs> this the mother. I don't know if they're Mexican. They one's 19, honestly ones. I, I try to remind people like when you see um, Hispanics, like this lady definitely looked more Peruvian or Ecuadorian. Yeah. Than she did Mexican because she was. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say she was like four and a half feet tall. Yeah. The oldest kid, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Headphones in, dark hoodie, yeah. but 18. Pissed that he has the to be the there. boy was five, the girl two. I was like, how? When did y'all? What is? <laughs> you know, like what what happened? No, what, p- no planning. Here, no huh? planning here,
0: huh? No. That's what's. Similarly, when Adelaide was in the in the hospital, like you have all these kids with these visible injuries. Like she's got blood just like filling her chin band-aid that they had temporarily given her you get kids with like like cuts on their arms broken arm like and they're all just hovering around this touchscreen game in mm-hmm. the lobby it's oh like, like these kids have no idea Mm-mm. that they're injured that they're light like they, they like even though they're all hurt they still don't even understand <coughs> that like their lives are
1: constantly in danger. Yeah. You you're basically you it's like as a child tr- oblivious a, as a, tr- to mortality. a as a kid I don't know what probably up to a certain age I don't know what that age is but not too far along every day is a yeah. possibility of death for you. Yeah. I mean not that it's not for us too. Yeah. We put ourselves in cars and all that stuff. But uh, back to another thing he said the doctor you know Leah's having a breakdown. As mm. soon as she heard cast mm-hmm. cuz like again for the first two hours of the process, they were like, it's probably just she's sore in the hip. She's been really active, like yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then that all went... And then they came in and said, she doesn't have a fracture. It was like a fucking instant reaction. She's mm-hmm. bawling and boo-hooing. And then I'm, I'm like, it's fine. You know, at least we know she's okay. It's just a broken yeah. leg. This yeah. isn't... And the doctor, he's That's like... She's tiny. You know, <clears throat> she'll probably heal this, is a, this is a... Yeah, this is a doctor that works... With, this, is a pedi- this is a pediatrician in a, at an emergency room. I'm sure he sees tears on a regular basis, but yeah. he was quick to say, but hey, listen, if, and he points at me, I almost feel like he was like, if this fat ass, he was like, hey, look, if the husband here, if he, if this was him and he had the same exact break, he'd be out for six to eight months. She's going to be in a cast for three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fully healed in eight to 10 weeks. Their bones are they, still soft. It's, re- re- but it is, re- he was re- yeah. re- he was like, listen, my kid broke their leg. It's, we just wish he had more, all the only thing we met, ma- we care about is we wish he had more pictures. So could Use them against him.'" <laughs> so we gave her a little purple cast, and she's crawling around. I want to stop for just a 2nd going down fucking memory lane yeah, here. I'm jealous. Yeah, that's no, no, that's one that's ever, it. no one ever talked about what we were going to watch tonight. This is one of my favorite today. movies. And I quote it routinely. <clears throat> you landed on one of my all-time favorites. This <laughs> is, uh, this is, is. There's a series of films. Is a chance we've done it before? No, there, no we never have. There's okay. a series of films... That um, I call the Saturday morning specials, mm-hmm. and they're they're the movies that seem to always be on TNT or TBS, any of the Turner networks, mm-hmm. early on a Saturday morning. So, like Coal Miner's Daughter is one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah. It should be every, everyone's all time all-time Jones favorite. Young with blonde hair. I think was young, red hair.
0: Oh, it's red. Yeah,
1: but it's a great movie. You got real actors singing. It's just a wonderful biopic. And then you got, uh, there's a, there's some other ones. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. That one's always on early. And, and then here we have this masterpiece. <laughs> like, I joke when we do these intros about movies about Academy Award-winning films, Starship Troopers, <laughs> and whatnot. But I, I personally think John Travolta should have been nominated for some kind of Academy Award acting, if you can believe that. Because this is like a movie where you show people young John Travolta or just in... in general. A young person that only knows today's John Travolta, Gotti, Mm -hmm. whatever fucking terrible else shit he makes now. And you show him this movie and you're like, damn, he could actually act. I'm like, yes, this movie is really, really good. And for the, we haven't said it, we're watching Urban Cowboy, which if you're not, if you haven't seen Urban Cowboy, it is, it is essentially the most manly (laughs) rom-com you can, you can get away with. Like, Mm -hmm. you could sit down with your your wife or girlfriend or lover mm. and and both parties yep. boyfriend. Will en- boyfriend will enjoy bank, <laughs> will enjoy uh, urban cowboy. There's
0: nothing not to like
1: about it. I, I,
0: When I saw it as a teenager I was always supremely jealous of him with his w- wake up his three way wake, wake up. He wakes up with two very attractive mm-hmm. naked women mm-hmm. in, in a bed and it's like ah oh, you son of a bitch you're gay and you probably didn't even like it. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, I, I woke up with two beautiful women. Oh my God.
0: Well, it's funny is that we're talking about him. He was just recently on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and they did a John Travolta off because Fallon oh. Im- impersonates him. Yeah. So that, like, they spin the wheel and it lands on Danny Zuko, Greece, and then John Travolta has to do John Travolta from Greece. And then they spin the wheel again, and it's uh, whatever his name is from Saturday Night Fever, and Fallon does it. And at the end, they both do Vinnie Barbarino together and do and the dance and everything. So as it's a like, beard... John DeBoltz has got a sense of humor about himself.
1: I mean, he definitely does. I mean, you have to. But, you know, this is one of the early scenes where he has this beard. The problem with this beard, he needs to shave that. Yeah. Because he has this wolfman thing where the hair is creeping up towards his eyeballs. Yeah. And if he had just taken that down, it's a beautiful beard. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean now he's, Ooh, now he's rocking the butt chain, so he's shaving. While we're on Travolta though. He's a, he, by the way, he has accepted the baldness because he's like he was completely naturally not like spray painting my head with black shit bald on the tonight show. Like two he's, things. He's given over to it. Got it.
1: Finally. Two things. Gillies is a real place. I know. I I actually met it's a guy in once
0: I met a guy once wearing a Gillies T shirt and he was playing in a country band at the Star Bar. I was like, Is that Gillies like Urban Cowboy Gillies? He's like, Hell yeah, man.
1: It's a my dad says, and I've driven by it in Houston. Never been in it, but it's it's a sp- mega bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like when I say mega, that implies that it has some kind of like fanciness to it, but it's not. It's just a sprawling, massive. massive bar. Yeah, and it's just like this. I mean, not. I mean, yeah, you could host like major events in there. Yeah. I'm sure someone's been married in there or some rednecks, whatever, but Gillies is a real place too. I saw bits of a film that I think we're going to do for the pod and I can't remember the name, but it's also Travolta mm. and Robert De Niro. Are, uh, you, are the, you intrigued? Yeah, the
0: one, it's the one where they're, there's, there's hunting
1: in Yes, Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it. It's not good. It's not good. No, I only saw like a bit some pieces. I knew it wasn't going to be good. It's not good. I knew Tr- it wasn't going to be Tr- good, Travolta but he's like, like a, a Serbian war yeah, criminal and he's yeah. coming back to get revenge on the guy that... Yeah, put him in jail. Or? Yeah,
0: if you, I mean, you think Nick Cage doing an accent in Con Air is bad? Wait till you see the movie we're talking about, <laughs> with John Travolta doing a Serbian one.
1: Well, anyways, I thought it'd be interesting for the pod. But Urban Cowboy is a good movie.
0: Fine, forget it. <coughs>
1: fine, forget it. anyway so that's the the history catch up with, you with the broken leg.
0: You mentioned Jeremiah Johnson, and I wrote that down because I've seen the movie, but it's been a long time. But classic there's a jeremiah johnson gif I guess, where he turns and looks and, turns and, does and does the yeah and he nods yeah. and i the, the first time i saw that gif was on some some uh porno girls tumblr page where somebody somebody asked her in uh, like I mean, you can ask questions in tumblr back in the day like hey uh do you get your ass eaten often or something like that and her only response was the jeremiah johnson gif Mm-hmm. I was like I, I like I like the use of this gif here
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's a good gif i'm glad if if it helps keep jeremiah Johnson you know in mm-hmm. you know around in the public Because it it's a, such a good movie, it's just so long mm-hmm. and it, 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 the premise was the guy he wants to get away from. What what those in the in the northern Rockies in Alaska call the bottom, the lower forty eight, because <laughs> yeah. of warfare. So he kind of just wants to be a hermit and be a mountain man, and that's literally the movie. But there's a lot of twists and turns. But
0: that's also what the end of the wild kid wanted, but he died for berries.
1: Yeah, Chris McCandless was looking for something <laughs> a little bit different. Um, you know, bang- see, the difference is when you're a man mm-hmm. and you go out into the to yeah. the woods, and being Versus a, a fucking, child, a yeah,
0: trust fund kid,
1: a trust And I look. <laughs> If you get mad at us about we spoke ill of Chris McCandless, you've got some problems because Joe Paw is rolling. The entire—I don't think we probably lost every listener we had in Pennsylvania when we went after Joe Paw because he got tired. Yeah, Emily said that was our best work. She was in. She was in not our best work in general. Yeah, but she was in uh, Boston for work and she was walking around the city and had the, had the, <laughs> the pot on and she was like, I—I I was getting looks left and right because when I got to the Joe Paw, she was like, that was. Your best work, and I was like, "Well, you know, I do what I can." I do because she just kept. I got tired. I just got tired. I hope the game didn't go into overtime. I have a doctor's appointment after the game. So. So. I, just, I just need to get something looked at. No big deal. No big
0: deal. <laughs> um, I don't remember what, what what spun off on a joke. Oh, what were you talking about prior to the Joe Joe Paz spinoff?
1: We were we were saying we don't want to. Um, Besmirch Chris McCandless. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what? what because the, like, but I do yeah. want to preface when you're an idiot, yeah, no, fuck that guy. and you don't have that the the wherewithal.
0: Yeah,
1: and you say, oh, my only goal is to get to Alaska. Like,
0: I'm just going to read Jack Kerouac and <coughs> hitchhike and you know ha- have and, sex with hippie girls. And, and, it's, and you know, what's the problem. It's the not land. just
1: that he died. Selfishly, Other people who have gone there. Now there's people that have been inspired by the author's work, which is an important difference. Mm. John Krakow writes a book. You're more inspired by the book than you are by the man. Right. And This is what I was getting to. Go ahead. There's
0: actually... I've heard in the news there's actually talk... Like, Alaskan government is talking about, like, destroying that bus. Because there's people that try and pilgrimage to the bus and then... They die. Get hurt and or die along the way. Or it's like, why... Why? What do you want? What do you want to go see? You want to go see the bust of this this dumb shit from Small Town USA died in because he ate some fucking berries because he thought he'd be able to make it in fucking Alaska.
1: Well, like, well, I'm, I'm just gonna just live off the land. Give him some credit. <laughs> he tried. He at least he tried to prepare, and he was not. He was from Atlanta too. If you've mm-hmm. seen the movie, yeah. not from Atlanta, but he went to school at Emory. He was from the very entitled like Grinch. Yeah, no, North, you
0: and I, I have no business roughing it in Alaska in winter Mm-mm. time. Mm-mm. I mean. Even if we prepared, there's like... We, we couldn't could, rough it in Blue Ridge in wintertime.
1: Well, two, not us, but two <laughs> men could. Um, we could do... I, I think mean, we could make it. There's a... You know, we should do a TPTO challenge weekend. We're going to the mountains this weekend. Laugh, Man the Golden Voice. Very few supplies. And here we come. He didn't even have a weapon, did he? Yeah, he did. He did? So, the thing about him, he actually did prepare. The whole point of the book and the movie is that all along the way, he was sh- given... Relationships that he could have, you know, latched onto, mm-hmm. as he was running from whatever he was running from—the broken home, the parents, yeah. all that. Uh, but all along the way, he was so singularly focused on this very uh, selfish thing—to yeah. get to Alaska and be a wild man—that he forego, he forwent those those people that could have saved his life. But he did, he did. Pick up skills. He was actively look. He had a full pack. I mean, he had all the necessary. He had a gun. He, sh- he did shoot an elk. That the meat turned on him because he couldn't get it to it in time, and then he was stuck and all this stuff. He was prepared. He was prepared as he thought he should be. Yeah. And what he found out was this is fucking a lot. This is mother nature, bro. You don't prepare. Mm-hmm. You can you know you can plan all you want, and then one river gets too high, and you're afraid of water. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. You wanna be a wild mountain man. You cannot be afraid of the most basic elements of the earth. It's kind of like, hey, what, what I heard you you scrapped your plan to do the Appalachian Trail. What happened? Mm. You know me and dirt. I just I'm petrified. Trees
0: freak me Trees out.
1: Trees freak me out, man.
0: <laughs> I cannot get near a tree. Oh, there's those two. Ah, oh, tell me that romp wouldn't have been fun. If you weren't a gay any, any of these <laughs> beer
1: fueled 80s country western bar romps would have been incredible. Oh, dude, oh, yeah. don't get me started, man. <laughs> Leah's got all the accoutrements. She's got the hats, the shirts, oh, yeah. the boots, the jeans. Mm-hmm. And she lived in Texas. She knows these dances. Yeah, that's a thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> the listenership discovers
0: a new uh, boner enticing yeah, thing for the laughter. There's a every bone week. in it
1: there, every week. but... If I could get away with it, and there's enough people, I, I would dress like that.
0: Mm. It does nowadays take some balls to just walk around in a cowboy hat.
1: That's the lady that was of the, the,
0: the Oh, Yeah, I would not
1: want to have a romp with her. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, unless you're a woman, and it's just part of like your outfit for the day, it takes some real like. <laughs> that
1: cut that that restaurant sign said restaurant steak shakes and beer. But it had no shakes left, so they just crossed it out. <laughs> Texas.
0: It, w- it would take some balls to walk around in a cowboy hat, especially with the long hair.
1: Well, Karen Martin pulls it off.
0: I'm saying a woman could do it, because women have more um, acceptable range with their fashion. But
1: Australians wear a lot of cowboy hats.
0: Or just brimmed hats in general,
1: mm. like Paul Hogan. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine a lot of... A lot of hats down It's there.
0: funny. When I think of Paul Hogan, it's like, yeah, he was Crocodile Dundee. We know that. Mm-hmm. And then he did the Flipper movie. Oh. And that's all I got.
1: <laughs> well, and there's I, a few Dundees. I
0: know. I know. But that's, it's like, what, what else did he do? <laughs> like, he might be like, like uh, the pride of Australia and we just don't know about the other things. But it's
1: kind of like, it's like one of those uh, A.J. Benza, what happened in Hollywood type shows. Turns out after a stellar run of, what was that movie, Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan delved into softcore pornography.
0: <laughs> I'm fairly certain Jim Jeffries had tried to, maybe did get him to play his father in something. He was trying really hard to pull that off. Maybe maybe it was for his show back in the day mm. on FX, which was a fantastic show. It's a shame that didn't go on longer. Um, did you ever see that show? Uh, you got to watch it as as much of a fan of his as you may be, you know. I'm not a
1: huge fan. He is coming to town. He's coming to do a show at the Cobb Galleria.
0: Really? He wears a lot of leather shirts, mm. which I'm not on board with. Mm.
1: Leather in general.
0: I don't mind a leather jacket. I like mm. leather jackets, you know, but leather pants, leather shirts. Like, if you look like you're going to a Rascal Flatts concert, we're not going to get along. Mm.
1: I've been to a Rascal Flatts concert. <laughs> a lot of leather shirts and flared jeans. <laughs> And frosted tips. I'll tell you what though, I've said it probably before on the pod. If you're a single man, go to a Rascal Flats concert. Mm. It is eighty-five percent women. Yeah. A lot of MILFs, some gilfs. It's got a it's it a fucking Noah's Ark of of single just well, single, just women. Yeah. Every type.
0: I had that thought not the I don't know, a week or two ago. I'm, i met up with both of my brothers at um, Gate City Brewing in downtown Roswell. Mm-hmm. And I'm just standing there talking to Brian. We're watching the kids play. And, you know, Banks was getting a beer. And I, I couldn't help but notice that it was just like a, a hotbed of young, college-aged, attractive girls just everywhere. Mm. And I was like, this is a, a target-rich environment for somebody like Banks. <laughs> like, I wonder I wonder if he's coming here often because I've seen at least seven he could approach.
1: Because of the implication. Because
0: of the implication. <laughs> Oh, it's funny, standing there talking to both of them, somehow or another, the conversation dovetailed into It's Always Sunny, and the three of us, for a good five minutes, just kept going, because I'm not allowed, D, because I'm not allowed! <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not allowed! <laughs> what cool was that? I, I don't know, it had something to do with food he's not allowed to eat, because Mac won't let him go. Oh, right, 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 <laughs> right. It's when, it's when he and Mac are separating. Yep. And they can't get along with and anybody they, else. They, they, as and Dee's
1: got cats in her wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I can't eat that. Why not? Because I'm not allowed. I'm allowed, allowed.
1: <laughs> Mac thinks uh, that the seeds and apples are also cancerous. So,
0: um, Speaking of cancerous, this is the one sort of news story from last week that I thought of. Have you heard of this? I have. There's a, there's a vodka manufacturer, Kristen actually told me about this, that's using, like, soil and something else. Grain. Soil and grain from... Chernobyl. The, from the, like, not, not like Chernobyl, the town, like, from, like, right next to, even maybe at the nuclear power plant site. Mm-hmm. And they insist that it's safe to drink.
1: Mm.
0: Even though, <laughs> apparently... They did find some levels of radiation in the grain. I heard that and I was like, well, you know, if you're not if the if you're waiting on the vodka to kill you just from liver disease, this is a way to speed it up. <laughs> or stop it
1: altogether and turn into a superhero. There's a few ways it could go. Mild mannered young man, Brent Hickman tries radiation grain from Chernobyl.
0: Oh, I love the idea of like an alcoholic turning into a superhero. just... <laughs>
1: Kind of like a Hancock situation. Just every time he shows up, just fucking shit up. Yeah, he's
0: he's out. He's he off. saves
1: the day, but he costs us 19 billion in damages.
0: <laughs> just love the idea of like somebody who's just slamming vodka around the like one of those people you were talking about. He's like knocking on the liquor store door at 8:30, waiting mm-hmm. on them to open up so they can buy some minis to go to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get that atomic one. I'm gonna give that one a shot. Next thing you know, he can move shit with his mind.
1: <laughs> but he's not using it to help mankind at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, instead instead of doing anything, he's maintained his alcoholism, <laughs> and he's just getting a lot of upskirts. <laughs> he just hangs out near college campuses and just <laughs> and just raises the skirt, the back end of a skirt. You know, he's like, one of these days, I'm gonna catch one of these girls without underwear. On. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute, you have power to move things with your mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this no. is what you're doing with it. Oh
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's so, I mean,
1: just it's a just a thing. It's just at
0: four o'clock. It's, a, it's Thursday, right? I come here at four, <laughs> and then when I go to the strip club, I go to the strip club, and I and I take dollars out of their g strings when <laughs> they're not looking. That's how I'm paying for the hotel I'm staying at. <laughs> like,
1: there's so much more you could
0: be doing. Like if you're gonna steal money, you could steal huge amounts. Like yeah, I don't want to attract a lot of attention. <laughs>
1: Oh, ours! Ours! We need to write a superhero movie. After all, after all this talking about shit we've done. Uh, I love the
0: idea of everything he does just has to do with catching glimpses of women mm-hmm.
1: and, and just and just skating by.
0: Like he's living on like a steady diet of McDonald's. He's still drinking vodka on a regular basis, and he's just he's swap he's swiping singles from g strings of, of strippers. That's I mean that's I mean, what else does a guy need? Like <laughs> I don't know a bath. <laughs> Why don't you move some water with your mind into your armpits? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> subtle change of topic. Mm. Every time I see this, not the movie, but I, I, it's one of the things I want to do is write I a bowl. bowl. Yeah. I That's know for a fun. fact that. Uh, you think you could last? Eight nah, seconds? Fuck no. Fuck no. Have you ever done also, this? my problem is I don't like. You're tied into that motherfucker. Yeah. Like. If you don't get that handout at the right time the right place, you're just a fucking ragdoll. Now, you're have you ever done <coughs> this? Have you
0: ever ridden a mechanical bull? Mm-mm. That's I mean, that's the way to probably determine if you could do it. Like, get on one and like tell them, like take it to 11 and start the timer.
1: <laughs> well, I'll, I I might have mentioned this before, but bucket list, one ho- like 101, definitely on it. I'm wanna run with the, with the bulls in Pamplona. I just can't imagine. I the the adrenaline of being chased by a two thousand pound horned bull now yeah. there's like and not to think that there's one, but yeah. there, there's like fifty.
0: Yeah, the problem is you run out of adrenaline from the run so when they eventually spike you in the ass cheek, you <laughs> don't have any adrenaline to help you cope with the pain. <laughs> Uh, Hey, look,
1: I'm just saying, could I be gored?
0: Yeah. So I'll go with you, but I'm going to video
1: it from the sidelines. That's fine, man. That's fine. I'm just telling you, I just want to feel that surge of adrenaline. Also, just being chased. I think that there's like, I think like, uh, you know, people are looking for experiences, right? So like Mm -hmm. people pay good money for those, um, the one I would never do. I've been invited to like 15 of them. Um, They lock you in a room. Uh, Escape rooms. Escape rooms, yeah. yeah. Uh, I get invites to those things. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good on that. Like, I don't – I'm claustrophobic as it is. I'm not – Kristen's pushed me to do those. She's done
0: one or two – my my whole thing is like I'm not interested enough to do the game where you're supposed to look for clues. Mm. Like I would revert back to like my school, I school mind itself, where it's like solve for x, and I get halfway into it, I'm like, oh, fuck this, and I would just like turn around and just not do it. Mm-hmm. Like the minute it got a little hard to find the clue or make sense of it, I'd be like, All right, this is fucking dumb. I want to leave. <laughs> like this is where my brain goes. Like if it's if there's a little bit of difficulty and a sort of a problem solving sense. If I haven't been able to sort it within a matter of minutes, like, all right, fuck, what what's next? Like, I'm yeah. just gonna hang out. I, I I would be the worst I would be the worst partner in an escape room, like, yeah, I don't know, I can't figure this shit out. Let's just press the escape button and leave.
1: <laughs> That's why I'm thinking like I wish there was something that could capture a little bit more of that that surge and surge of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Like a, an adult variation on hide and seek. Mm-hmm. where, like, you you have to hide, and there needs to be some circumstance to it. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, you got found. That's mm-hmm. the child way of playing. Now you're it, or whatever. This is like, and provide if a scenario. You, you have to give him a blowjob. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> but gunpoint. Oh, That's like, you know, make it like a situation where everyone, <laughs> you, you know, you, you know, no one would come into it with any preconceived note. You know there's going to be a challenge, mm. and then you don't really know the details, and they say, okay, this group of people has to hide. This armed group, and you have these actors, like you do with the murder mystery people. They're gonna find you. If they find you, I don't know. They're you gonna put to go. you in isolation. Yeah. There's gonna be some, you know, some kind of thing that would scare somebody. Yeah. Even though you know it's a game, but then like the fact, like shit, I cannot get found. Yeah. If and then find of, like, you, they're gonna shoot you a lot of paintballs. That like, <laughs> you know, or like I always watch the live PD show. I don't know if you know what that is. It's, it's like cops, but it's live. It's, well, ah, okay. it's on a 30-minute delay. Mm. But they follow, like, all these departments nationwide as shit happens. So you get a, a much wider scope of an officer's night. Because, you know, one call is like, Okay, girls, I know it's your bachelor, bachelorette party, but keep the volume down. And the next call, they might have somebody at fucking gunpoint. You know, it's like very... Yeah. But I watch these things, and I'm like, Can you imagine the adrenaline rush of running from the police? and then I start thinking yeah like if you had a a big a big enough piece of land that was varied so you might have like a little made up town and you might have some you know some outbuildings and you might have like you could build a small miniature town if you Mm. had enough property yeah you could have a few actors and then this guy like someone would sign on Mm -hmm. to get into a high speed chase that would turn into a looting and it's like a game yeah Where if you win, whatever you get next. If you don't, something else happens, and you know. Have
0: you never done? You have to
1: take a beating like a black man in America (laughs) if you're caught.
0: Have you never done the uh, zombie escape thing? in in Atlanta. It's not. It's it's. You know, it's down near Southern Comfort, or at least it used to be. And the guys that did it, they they over they bought or rented an entire, uh, not condemned but closed hotel, and the entire property inside and out got turned into um, like a live theater zomb- like uh, infected zombie zone <laughs> and you you pay like it's like it's like a fucking amusement park ride like you pay like 20, 30 bucks for a ticket to go in you have to walk through metal detectors you're not allowed to bring in guns or like pocket knives like I remember when we were there with our friends Amy and Greg Greg was like oh fuck I have, I have my gun on me because he has a concealed carry permit he's like I gotta go put this in your car like they're serious because they don't want because it's the kind of haunted house so to speak where like they're gonna touch you mm-hmm. like you don't want them to catch you and it's been a while it's been years since i did it but you you go into this room and you're standing in this this room there's a group of like seven of you and there's a doctor with a dead body on the table and then the body reanimates and kills the doctor and now it's coming at you and like you literally like fuck we have to run and you run into this hallway and we're in like the motel hallway and the lights are on and the hallway is empty and we're all making a run towards the exit because the person that's guiding is like get to that exit and then like all of a sudden the lights go out and it's pitch black fucking dark and you hear them like stop 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 everybody stops and when the lights come back up we're surrounded by zombies <laughs> like they have come out of these doors and it's just like oh And you just run And the next thing you know We're outside And there's fucking Like zombie bikers With like With like uh, Kidnapped women On chains And they're like Being sold into sex slavery And you had to run Through a school bus And there's military guys That get eaten by a zombie With you And it's like An hour long you're like, they're like, if you have a heart problem, if you can't run quickly, you can't come do this. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you go from standing still in a room to running your ass off. Like, by the time we were done, we're all, like, breathing heavy, sweating, like, adrenaline through the roof. Yeah. But that, F- that's fun as shit.
1: That's what I'm, that's the experience I'm I'm looking for. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I've seen some really interesting, I saw one very similar to what you're saying, where the climax of the zombie journey Mm -hmm. is they're out in this open field and they they were in this particular – this was in Texas. These guys were given paintball guns. So it was kind of like a Walking Dead situation where they were armed, but it was just paintballs. This – I don't know how much these guys get paid. I don't even think they probably do. But these zombies, these real people that were excellently made up, there was 500 of them Mm -hmm. and it was supposedly it was it was the big finale of this thing Mm -hmm. and they were the the horde Horde. yeah and the horde and here's the best part now i was thinking all right 500 they're probably it's zombies yada 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 it's probably fun you run around you try to pop a few No, no 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 (laughs) when the horde reached a certain point in the game what they hadn't told the players was that these aren't like, we can just walk zombies. Mm-hmm. This is your 28 days later. These motherfuckers are about to sprint at you. And just watching the video gave me, like, <laughs> palpitations. And I was like, yes, that is what. Yeah. Because here's the thing. And I, I might stop me if I mentioned it before. Don't stop me when it's inappropriate because it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I have this fascination with terror. Not like movie, not scary. You know I don't like scary movies. No. That's to me, is not the terror I'm talking about. That's, yeah. that's movie stuff. Mm-hmm but the, the case the, the point i always the example i use is and it's the, this is where it's going to get controversial the example i used do you remember 911 mm-hmm. the second building fell mm-hmm. so now the buildings are gone the second but the, the, when the north tower fell there's that you know it was falling and plumes were it looked like a volcano's pyroclastic flow yeah. coming through the buildings and there's this this cutaway that's, you know, you, you see it in all the 9-11 TV shows and documentaries now where the the cloud is just pummeling through the buildings and, and going to the right. And then people will be running up the street into this camera. Mm-hmm. And the look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the look of terror. The look
0: of just abject terror. Yeah. And you can
1: see this. You can literally well, see the adrenaline yeah. in these people. Like you see an old lady. Like when you watch these videos, what you don't—it's what you don't see. It's like anything else. It's like if you choose to watch the commercials with your full attention, you're going to see some amazing shit. And mm. the same vein, it's like if you if you ch- if you look at these videos and you just isolate one thing, you'll see some amazing shit. Because when you're watching, there's these people running. There's like an 80 year old woman that probably hasn't walked more than you know one two steps at she a time, amazing. and she's booking it. Yeah, and you know that this is like that is like adrenaline and yeah. survival instincts one hundred and one. But the looks on the faces—I hate to say this—just makes me kind of chuckle. I—I <laughs> I, I know that's you're bad. The, I'm not yeah, celebrating so their fear. You're,
0: you're the kind of guy who enjoys some Schadenfreude.
1: Yeah, you could yeah. say that. Yeah, you could say that. And I, I think like so. Which wait, word of the day for RBK and Banks. There you go, Schadenfreude. 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 So when you. Like, if I could be in a situation... Because I find it, like, even now, like, if I if I feel an adrenaline surge, I, like, get this fucking retarded smile. Like, yeah. this, like, ridiculous smile. And I yeah. imagine, like, if you put me in a zombie situation where you Frightened were... Frightened
0: people make you, you were
1: You were tasked with defending them all. Yeah. Like, in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. But you knew, even though you know your game, you know this, mm. this game's gonna go wrong. Yeah. Like, when you saw the first wave of zombies break whatever door you were in, you'd be like... Argh! And just dart, you know, that <laughs> adrenaline surge... And then just now you're running. And you're, my fat ass would be getting more exercise than I usually get in a year.
0: Provided they still do it, we should, this October, we should go do the, the zombie whatever they called it, Zombie Fest, Zombie something or other, if it's even still down there. But I remember the big finale in this one, because it was, like, you had already been outside... The big finale was you're back in the building, which it's a it's a hotel/slash hospital. Like they've turned it in all this different shit. Mm-hmm. And we you've escaped that last batch of zombies. It's the hallway scene where it's pitch black, and all of a sudden, when the lights come on, there's like a dozen or two dozen zombies in the room, and you have to like literally dodge them and run through them. When we got to the end of the hallway, the exit signs all lit up, and this actor, I've seen him before at events. He's, he's gotta be seven feet tall just huge like <laughs> picture of the fucking big show and he's in a like dirty yellow hazmat suit and whoever did his makeup like went full force with it it's like he's like half fucking melted half fucking uh, it's like a mix of decomposed and melted mm. uh, like shit's coming out of his mask <clears throat> and he just comes like walking around the corner and he's standing between you and the exit door and, and, like, there's just this moment where like, what the fuck do we do? And, like, everybody just, like, at that point, it's we're no longer a group. It's a, everyone fend for your fucking selves, and we're just running in different directions to try and get around this massive human being. And then you get out, and it's over, and people applaud. And, and it's like, if it's still a thing, we should go do it. I, I wish I could remember what it was called because it was a lot of fun. I think I did it two years This, by the way, just to go back to the movie, the villain in the movie who just recently got out of jail, who rides the bull, like, you've you've either got to be, like, super straight (laughs) or really gay to wear a mesh, like, fishnet t-shirt.
1: Mac would love this. (laughs)
0: Like... He's he's wearing like the kind of shit like you would expect to see like a like a gay goth kid wear to a Marilyn Manson concert <laughs> in like nineteen ninety six. And you gotta think to pull it off in, in Houston. Yeah, like like you've gotta be real fucking tough. Like it's 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 big mesh too. Like this is like bigger than football jersey mesh. Yeah. This is
1: like specially made.
0: Like you can see his body through his shirt. That's what I'm saying. Like you've gotta be super straight. <laughs> really good. There's no middle, like like a like a conservative gay man wouldn't wear it, <laughs> and a gay guy who maybe watched some bi porn but doesn't want anybody to know, or straight guy, I mean, he he wouldn't wear it. <laughs> but a but a dude who like you know used to like fuck guys in prison would definitely wear that. Def- <laughs> 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 One of the best lines. You ever of the world had your guys. shit
1: pushed in? <laughs>
0: never yeah, had my shit pushed in? <laughs> That's one of the best lines in Roadhouse. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like you wish Billy Ma- or uh, Happy Gilmore was in that scene at the end of Roadhouse. Be like, you eat pieces of shit, shit for, for breakfast?
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you fuck guys in prison?
1: Oh, he got his ass beat, so now he's been. Old John Travolta there picked the he, the mesh. That's another thing. Look, if you're gonna pick a fight with a guy wearing a mesh shirt, yeah, you, you better be
0: real confident
1: because yeah. <laughs> either either super straight yeah. or really gay, he's probably gonna beat your ass. <laughs> it doesn't much matter,
0: like yeah. I mean, on the off chance he's like hyper gay, super flamboyant, what happened last and fem, and can't defend himself,
1: I picked a fight with a guy wearing a mesh shirt. Oh. Oh, like the other guy would be like, oh, all right, and? So,
0: all right, so was this like, like he, he's probably 30 but could pass for 18, <laughs> super femme, probably couldn't defend himself at all and you mm-hmm. just got blindsided? No. No, he's wearing really tight jeans and a cowboy hat. Just,
1: just got out of jail.
0: Get some gnarly forearm tattoos. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have fucked with that guy. Pretty sure he had just gotten out of jail, like that day. But, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't
1: rape you after he beat you up. Don't do that again. I'm surprised you didn't get your shit pushed in. If
0: you see him again and he's shirtless or like only wearing a vest, steer clear. That's his other outfit. Just a vest. Just a vest. (laughs) And not (laughs) button. Open vest. Like a fucking roadie from Wayne's World 2.
1: What is he, Lemmy? (laughs) Is that turquoise Native American jewelry to boot? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is, sir. Let's uh,
0: let's take a safe sex break. Safe sex. All right, we're back.
1: You really cut into our time there.
0: Deuces, deuces wild.
1: Sounds like it. You really, uh, you were in there.
0: Add some heft to it.
1: <laughs> Lost a little weight.
0: It's good, though. I needed that. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing better than like a, a satisfactory dump.
1: Well, just so we can make sure we don't have any issues, I was thinking we've discussed a lot in the past that we get to these these things and we hear a lot about, you know, Superfan Allen and Producer Burke and we talk about M&P a lot, but we don't provide the uh, those that aren't M&P with a lot of insider information that he gives us.
0: Yeah, that's true. The listener, so, to the dedicated listeners out there, the, the BPHs, the fact checker, you know, don't politicize me, Hickman in yeah. Florida. I'm going to tune out
1: the minute I hear.
0: RBK, oh, Bono.
1: Yeah. Anyways, we, we don't, we don't, pro- <laughs> all five of you. Uh, <laughs> we don't, we, we've mentioned that we want to, Matt sent us emails. We want to make sure that we get them out there. And last week, we, you, mm-hmm. primarily, uh, in a moment of weirdness.
0: I floated the question. as Prognosticated
1: to as to whether or not one was Matt and Perth circumcised. That was a that was a, awkward one.
0: <laughs> I mean, you did it. What's, you, what's funny is it was a, it was just an ad lib because I was I was <laughs> questioning whether or not men in their forties or maybe just dudes in Australia crank them out. As often as guys in their 30s do. Mm-hmm. And but I then just, you wonder. And then I just sort of off the compass said, I'm assuming they're all on cut because they're Australian guys, and mm-hmm. I just don't imagine that's a thing Mm-mm. over there. Because, I mean, historically speaking, circumcision kind of comes down from Judaism mm. and has found its way into our Judeo Christian society.
1: Mm, it's a better look.
0: Uh, well, the thing that has always bothered me is it is arguably mutilation and. In terms of cleanliness, it's like, so you just tell me prior to the Jews, dudes are just walking around with dick infections all day? Like, I have a hard time believing that. <laughs> that was the norm. And like, How's your dick infection, Bob? Yeah. And according to the research, dudes, uncut dudes have a more sensitive dick and experience better orgasms. Mm. So it's like you're robbing your kid of that possibility. At least it's done in a clean way. The, the traditional orthodox Jewish way of doing it is repulsive.
1: Anyways, um, <laughs> we didn't need to go into this. Are you
0: aware of what they used to do?
1: Don't really care. Don't really think it's relative to what I think you want to tell us, and I'm not going to allow it. <laughs> anyway, so it, Matt sent hell. us an email, uh, and we wanted to share it with you guys, because he told us at the end that we could do with this information what we wanted. Don't describe the photos, though. Let's yeah, the photos bit. are a little bit... Well, oh, those are for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's from Matt, uh, I said, hey, guys, okay, here it comes. I'm only talking about my situation it may be different for others. So that's a nice little, he's saying, I don't speak for all of Australia. Go good. good. <clears throat> and he's gonna address the masturbation issue first. Okay, good. In your 40s, it's a strange time for self-love. That's mm. a great sentence. Right, right there, he's got you off the top. Anything that ends in self-love, I yeah. love that. There's a few different scenarios that affect your routine. Firstly, the urge is there as much as in your 30s, but the difference is making it happen. Sometimes the need is great and easily achieved. Mainly when you have a house to yourself, see, so I love that. Cause I'm, if I have it, even if I'm not, like horned out, boned out, ready to just do it. If I have the house to myself, it's a prerequisite. I'm definitely jacking. It's like establishing dominance over the empty house. I'm
0: yeah, all, it's like I'm gonna sit naked on my own couch
1: mm-hmm, and volume way up. Yeah, and on the phone, but still way up. <laughs> and I'm gonna, you know, take yeah. you to Pound Town. But anyways. <coughs> Sometimes you want to get the job done, but it's just more hard work, and the time is of the essence. Eventually, halfway through the job, you just have to give up and accept you've got to go to work. (laughs) When you got your place to yourself, and you can settle in for some porn watching, you can have a great little time to yourself. But in summing up, yes, you do still take advantage of any opportunity, but sometimes the result is just more frustrating than enjoyable. As for the other question, this was your very invasive question about the penis and the um, circumcision. As for the other question, yeah. he just put emoji, scissors, scissors, checkmark, checkmark. Check, check yeah. uh, but that's just me. He can't speak for all Aussie males. So, <laughs> no, no, read the final line. You know, well, it just says make of this information what you want. <laughs> but what I'm thinking, you know, I, I thought a better send-off. The only way I would have improved on Matt's amazing email there. Careful, he's listening. I know. The only way I would have improved on it. Is instead of the you know the classic M and P at the mm-hmm. end, just M and P as a sign off, you you would have put like, you know, cut in Australia. <laughs> Matt and Perth. <laughs> You're like a sleepers in Seattle type situation. Uncut yeah. in yeah. Australia or cut in Australia. <laughs> cut down under. Cut down under. MP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's what I will say. <laughs> I know that there are laws and regulations around vehicle tent in the U.S., mm. but I have to imagine in the nuclear wasteland that is Australia, <laughs> you could black out your windows. <laughs> and we know about Matt that he spends a lot of time behind the wheel. He has like a, I remember like some sort of trucking. He's, a, he's, a, he's in
1: the trucking he's business.
0: He's in the so. trucking business. So He's in he's in a, car, a vehicle a lot. Mm-hmm. And w- when, when we think trucking, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking like big trucks, like mm-hmm, long 18. haul, mm-hmm. tractor trailer, yeah. Peterbilt etc-
1: mm-hmm.
0: so and some of those trucks have like cots in the back they're right? not cots they f- like some of those backs. trucks have yeah. full-on
1: fucking bedrooms so yeah.
0: I'm just wondering like it sounds like he's trying to rush to crank one out in the morning before he goes to mm. work
1: definitely in the back of his of
0: whereas his truck. why why not just you know put it in the cruise control and do it while you're working? <laughs> I don't know, Matt. You know, you weigh in. Maybe that's not a. Maybe that's not doable. Maybe you, so. You're saying
1: you're throwing an element of life hacking where you're using your time as most valuably. Yeah, because, so you're saying throw it in cruise control. the, yeah. the very heavy. Yeah, and and you, you know, telling
0: me long haul truckers in the U.S. aren't cranking them out. Oh. The, loads the dudes that are like loads going to the west loads. coast to
1: east coast and then back. Oh yeah. Like looking for if they can't find the lot lizard of choice, they're definitely yeah, like pulling it out. There's
0: there's porno mags, porno videos in truck stop gas stations, like it's porn heavy world. Mm-hmm. Uh I you know, and maybe you know, it's I believe it's Matt's business. So maybe he spends more time like in a pickup truck just making sure guys are, are <laughs> doing what they're supposed to do. Maybe he's not in the big <laughs> trucks that often. I'm just saying if you can't do it before work, it sounds like the urge is there. It's just a matter of timing. What you do while you're at work? <laughs>
1: I'm not going to tell a man how to do his business. I
0: don't know what kilometers, you know, like 55 miles an hour, is in in over there, mm-hmm. but you know, put it to 55 mph. You know, <laughs> slow and steady, straight ahead. Pretty sure they use kilometers. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the kilometer oh. breakdown is. It feels like know. it's
1: always higher. I don't know what the equivalent like if it, is. Like, if we're going 55 miles per hour here in the States, it feels like it's probably like 75 kilometers per hour Yeah, or, or
0: it's like 72. It's like, how do you do that math? It's like right.
1: Celsius Fahrenheit. I, I don't know. <laughs> if it says Celsius, I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I mean, I know I mean, there's a rule, too. There's always yeah. like 28 times 2 plus 4. Like, what? Yeah, yeah there is a rule. I used to
0: know it. But, like, there's a, there's a lot of, like, British guys that I'm, I'm buddies with through Instagram that mm. they'll post stuff. It sounds about. a
1: little
0: gay. Well, they're just dudes I know from, from, <laughs> from a
1: store. They're just dudes I know. We just get together and you bust <laughs> you some know, nuts. Like, you know,
0: like I come in their mouth, <laughs> they come in mine.
1: We snowball, we, we trade. It's it's a whole thing.
0: Now, they all work for a company that has a store in the U.S., and that's how I met them. Point being, whenever they post shit on, fa- on Instagram about how hot it is, it's always in Celsius, and I'm always like, so is that is that bad, or... It doesn't sound bad. It Doesn't
1: sound bad at all. And then you look it up, it's like, oh fuck yeah, that's like hundred and two degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> that's bad. It's been that hot here. I don't know about Australia right now. I don't see th- I don't feel like it could be isn't any it like, hotter. Isn't it
0: winter in Australia right now? Oh, is it? Yeah, because they their Christmas is hot. They have a they have like summer weather at Christmas mm, time. Really? You know that? No. Yeah, their their seasons are reversed. Not that we really even have seasons anymore. It's just like well it's hot now and it's like a place I really, really want to go
1: I try we're doing this family vacation next year in the summertime and everyone's supposed to save up and it's supposed to be like everybody mm. and we're trying to I think I actually mentioned this we're trying to present ideas everyone's going to present an idea and then we're going to have a vote and see where we want to go and I, I thought about it I, I was like I want to do Australia and a part of it was like I have a friend there just to visit Matt
0: should, just, just to be able to say like hey M&P whip out that cut dick <laughs>
1: Hey everybody! This is MMP. P. Let's do that circumcised penis.
0: Let's do. Oh. Show us that dick and let's get some tentacles.
1: <laughs> get some of those, uh, those those Cheetos that are shaped like circles. Shove them, on that, shove them on that fucking circumcised dick. Let's get a look at this. Uh, no, I but love just ju- love just to be able to say, I have a friend in Australia. If we go to Perth, yeah. I'm sure he can show us a nice local restaurant.
0: Funny tie in there. Before you continue with the vacation, the guy that I shared the band guy from a few episodes ago. Who I, you know, I said he's the guy that went from you know boning in high school band to boning in college band uh-huh. to joining a cruise yeah. to going on a cruise. Yeah. His mom and his dad actually passed away a long time ago, but his mom and dad have always been very close with my parents. Mm. And his mom was at Roy Hickman Day. Oh. And my mom has started listening to the show again. Oh. And while we're standing there, my mom said, The guy, the sex guy from Band and On the Cruise, is that is that Andrew? And I was like, I'm <laughs> standing next to his mom. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. And so my mom, my mom breaks down what oh, I said no. for his mom. And she's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Let me call him. Wait, what time is it there? She's like, oh, I'll FaceTime him. He's in Sydney, Australia. That's where he lives. And he's like, it's like fucking like 7 a.m. where he is. She's FaceTiming him day drunk, Roy Hickman day outside. Hey, look, I'm here with Brett. He talked about you and all the sex you used to have in on this podcast. I want to get the info so you can listen to it. And right away I'm thinking, you know, the first thing I said when I broke that story down was, we weren't exactly close friends, but we were bus buddies. Yeah. I'm like, I hope he shares that same perspective. I don't uh, want to offend him right out of the gate. Yeah, day. he probably
1: feels like...
0: What the fuck are you talking
1: yeah, about? Yeah, we, we like barely knew. Can you leave my sex life? <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and my work as a cruise I, band singer? I thought singer. more about it, we... It, in
0: bus, that's freshman, sophomore year, we hung out a fair amount there, because he was also a guitar player, so we'd get together and do music shit. But by the time I was driving, and he was, we we just kind of saw each other in passing, didn't quite hang out as much. But uh, anyways, funny tie-in, you know, the guy that I shared that story with, I don't know how close Sydney is to Perth, but technically there are now two people associated with this show who reside in Australia.
1: Yeah, well, they've been listening the most. I'm looking for Sydney to Perth.
0: So you're going to pitch... Australia, Uh, is this a team thing? No,
1: so it turns out I I really can't. We have to look at flights uh, with the kid in mind. Yeah. And I pushed all the, like, I was like, Japan, I'd love to go to Japan. Yeah. Seven, it's a long flight. That's out. Hawaii, when I heard that Hawaii was too far, it Mm kind of like. When do they do the cheese wheel thing? In Gloucester? Yeah. Oh, man. So what we're actually looking at.
0: If we take the show to Spain and you run with the bulls and get gored, but you survive. Then we could hop over to Gloucester Holy shit. and you, can you
1: run. Can you imagine? And I'll just
0: video it all.
1: Oh, my God. The laugh, ma- the journeys of Laugh Man. And
0: then we'll come back to the U.S. We'll go to, like, Tennessee. We'll put you in, like, a wrestling ring with a semi-pro wrestler and watch you get the shit kicked
1: out of <laughs> Everywhere I go, I wear a Mick Schmare <laughs> shirt, too. Just, like, this, like, uh, old wrestling. But, no, we, we, we what we're looking like now, it appears, and I'm all in on it. Um, looks like we're going to do a Scottish thing. Mm-hmm. Scotland.
0: Oh, you should do that train, I told you. About. And because there's
1: going to be eight or nine of us, including babies and everything, we're going to combine efforts and basically either rent an entire castle that mm-hmm. you can actually do this. Right. Or we'll rent a large wing of a manor home, like a big Scottish manor home, where we can pretend to be like we're on Downton Abbey. Right. And I was like, I wonder if that, if there's like a, (laughs) I was like, I told my old man, I was like, I wonder if you can just treat people like you're on the Downton Abbey. Can I just like knock up a maid and then just go (laughs) back to America and be like, enjoy the kid. Like, I'm a Lord. Um,
0: Well, I, what's the funny visual is the, the white American family staying in a place like that. And it has all this, this grandiose aspects to it. They're like, so who wants turkey? Who wants ham? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I made sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> we got sandwiches in the kitchen. We got peanut butter, we got turkey, <laughs> we got ham. Uh we're out of Swiss cheese. Safe sex. Alright. It's an emergency.
1: Just had some that was just bad.
0: <laughs> we're recording. That was one of the
1: stinkiest shits I've had in a long time. And I'm not even trying to like, this is not shock jock shit. Even I was like, <laughs> God, I don't recall anything particularly sinister either. Just
0: I have not had all guys in a while. <laughs> Hello. I had the I had law guys for the first time in a while last uh, Wednesday. I want to say, it did not disappoint. But the food didn't disappoint. I will say this: my uh, Hickman patience was pushed with the service, and with good reason. Where was this at today? Hello, guys. Uh. This was on Wednesday. Uh. So the the main dude, the the he's probably an Arab guy. Who's the the next guest guy? Who says next guest? alarmingly too fast and it's, yeah. it sounds like it could be racially offensive. He's there taking the orders and he's all business. I've noticed this about the staff that works there. The Arab guys are fucking like on the spot. The dude that owns it, he's like, he's moving you through. But on this particular day, it's like fucking D-Squad. It's that guy making the stuff and then it's these two, I'd say, 25-year-old uh, women of color who are more interested in their fucking cell phones and, and fucking uh Gabbing with each other Than they are with Moving anyone through the line And it's just backing up And people are agitated And the dude The dude making the shit Is like looking at them With this just like Fucking What the fuck Are you doing face Cause they're literally Like phone in hand Talking about some text They just got And one of them's Putting together A call in order And that lady Ain't even there yet And the girl in front of me Just ordered like A basic chicken bowl And it's been made Lid stacked It's ready to go and she's just standing there waiting to pay, and they're just talking and putting this phoner together. And then he finishes my sandwich, and he slides it behind the bowl. Now, I'm standing behind her, and I'm waiting to pay. There's only one cash register, and the dude that owns the place and they're checking people out. And then a guy comes behind me. He orders two, like, mixed meat meatballs. He, dude finishes him up slightly. It's just piling up, and they're just gabbing away like it's fucking Sunday afternoon, and they're not at work. And you can see just the look of hate in this guy's face, And i am like, fucking put your phones down and check these people out. Right. It's at that point where we've now been standing there for a while. And I knew it had been taken a while because whenever I get the sandwich, I'll usually order some of their fries. <laughs> Something about what they fry their fries in or the salt they use. They're just fucking good crinkle fries. Mm. Usually I get through that line so fast, I'm literally standing there waiting on the fries to come out of the fryer. Like the sandwich is already in the bag and I'm waiting on French fries. Mm-hmm. Not today. Fucking fries are sitting next to the sandwich, and I'm still standing there. And the girl in front of me is getting agitated. And at that time, this little cupcakey Southern woman <laughs> with her short hairdo and her and her all her jangly jewelry and her purse comes walking in, and she's got the phone order. And I'm like, oh, "Fuck, are you kidding me?" And she walks up. She's like, "Is that the phone order?" I have a couple questions. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here with your mm-hmm. couple questions." And she's like, and I hear her like, "So do y'all have?" Blah, 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 blah? Oh no, ma'am, I'm sorry. I told you that we did on the phone, but I just found out we're actually out. Oh my gosh. So many people are gonna be disappointed. <laughs> and meanwhile, like fucking lines just getting longer. Like I'm like, y'all could have this conversation off to the side and the other girl could be checking us out. We could be paying and out of the way. And then Does this have a dramatic conclusion? <laughs> well yeah, it's funny. Because then at the end the lady goes, So is my baklava in here? And the girl goes, Oh no, just grab one right there and the woman grabs the box, she goes, There's only one in here. <laughs> What'd she expect? <laughs> and she and the girl's like, Well yeah, that's the order said, Well online there's a picture of two. <laughs> and I was like it's like fucking oh, leak. Man. So she leaves and we paid and we left. It was just like good God like on the one hand I thought, you know, I'm with you because mm. we've said before on the show, for two seventy five you should get a whole square.
1: Mm, I agree. It's a it's a pretty lowly amount.
0: <laughs> but I was just like, Good God. Now I understand. I've got a buddy who works very near to there. And he said, I go there some days. He said, sometimes there's these girls that work there, and it takes forever to get through that line. And I thought he was just exaggerating. And then I experienced it on Wednesday. I was like, fucking A right. It takes a while to get through that line. And that was the great... I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't know what to say yet. Sorry. In other know. news,
0: better or rug visits.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. We'll talk about you can talk about that. The man went to a gun show in Arkansas to talk about gun rights.
0: Other ways to wish that.
1: That would be like Obama trying to join a presidential prayer group at a Baptist Southern church. Mm -hmm.
0: You don't think they'd welcome him in? No, I don't think so.
1: No. Even if it was for the presidential prayer team.
0: (laughs) Isn't there some irony there? Like, yeah, I mean, we're inclusive and we, you know, we want to pray for everybody, but not you. (laughs) <laughs> not you. Like We want everyone to die and go to heaven, but not you. Not, 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 you so not, not you. not you so much. Not you so much. Not you. Kristen and I watched a horror movie over the last two days, kind of like did the first half Friday night, second half Saturday mm-hmm. night. It's on uh, Hulu, so you can watch it if you're interested. It's called, Here's the thing. Go ahead. It's called The Clove Hitch Killer. Mm. It's got Dylan McDermott in it.
1: Oh, Dylan Maroney.
0: The, the movie subject matter though hit close to home because the first third of the movie is just sort of establishing these characters and it's this small I'd say middle America town I don't even know if they ever said where they were that is like members of this evangelical church the dad Dylan McDermott and his son are both in the Royal Rangers which is like Christian Boy Scout something I was actually in when I was like five, six, seven years old mm-hmm. and like it was just so cringy in that sort of Christian stereotype way. Like, the kid suspects that his dad is, like, is the clove hitch killer. Mm. And he's, he's doing some research on the family computer late at night. This is, like, I'd say year 2000, maybe. It's, like, set in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And his mom comes into the, the family room. It's, like, one in the morning. He shuts the laptop really fast. And she goes, what are you doing? He goes, nothing, Mom. I was just doing some schoolwork. She goes, go to bed right now. He's <laughs> like, Mom, I was just doing some schoolwork. I don't want to look at you. I am so disappointed. The assumption being that they're they're good Christian boys looking at porn. Can I net.
1: stop you and go somewhere completely different? Yeah, sure. I just downloaded Venmo, figured it's time. Oh, good. Leah well, has it. You know, yeah. I've never had it. And I haven't put in a card yet. I imagine that's what you have to do. So you should
0: it. just put in the card that we bought those sandwiches with.
1: Which is still a mystery. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, you know, I did the sign-in thing where you were telling your tall tales, and I'm looking here, and I get to this screen where they've taken all the information. I've, I've agreed to their user agreements, mm-hmm. and it takes me to this page. It says, uh, I guess at some point I need to put in a credit card mm-hmm. or a debit card. It's a debit or a right. bank account. A bank account number. But I'm seeing what other people, and because they asked for my contacts and my yeah. friends. I said, whatever.
0: Yeah, you see what other people exchange money with. Or exchange money for, yeah. Yeah, but what if I'm like me buying drugs?
1: No, and I like buy something from you, but I say thanks for the rim job, love you.
0: Yeah, that's what I usually do. Like,
1: they're gonna see that. People yeah. are gonna see. That? So like this one right here is this, like someone bought furniture and they sent, or there's a wedding gift, it's, and it's, then once it just said somebody paid this guy and just says peaches. Uh, yeah,
0: it's social. It's like social media about what you're spending your money on. That's why it's funny, like, like I've been... Ba-
1: Brent to Banks, goodies. That's, not even, that's That one's not even... And then Lee had paid Banks with just a leaf.
0: What do you think that was? Uh,
1: well, I, I mean...
0: <laughs> I know what my brother-in-law wants, get, brought me edibles from I California. just cannot
1: wait now to Venmo someone. Oh, yeah. And just put, like, penile enlargement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you can do whatever you want.
1: Like, I want people to see that. Yeah.
0: I've Venmoed I've my brother-in-law, I think, for edibles once from from California. And when I and obviously you're not going to say thanks for the marijuana winky face. So you know, I just put like trees and then cupcakes and then hit send. <laughs> I just... All right, we had a recording interruption. But yeah, Venmo's fun. It's uh, it's interesting. But anyways, watch that Clove Hitch Killer movie if you have time. It actually ended up being pretty good. Safe sex. One more second. <laughs> It's a sparing thing for me. What were we talking about? I don't recall. I was trying to pitch you the movie Clove Hitch Killer. You're really pushing this
1: movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to... Like, Kristen was like, I'm kind of losing interest in this because they were so hyper-evangelical in the beginning. She's like, this is making me nauseous. Mm. Like, how upset his mom is because she thinks he was watching porn. Mm. And, like, just the whole thing. But then it dovetails into a kind of creepy serial killer thing. And... You see Dylan McDermott in women's clothes and a latex mask. It's a whole thing. I'm gonna bone in it. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. Ultimately, I don't remember why
1: I started on
0: like it. Like a rhinestone
1: cowboy. It's not a terrible film. It's, it's, it's not. It's not uh, urban cowboy. It's no urban cowboy. Fine, forget it. Fine, forget it. I love their tra- these trailers, man. The trailer. I love his
0: shirts. He's got a western shirt for every day. <laughs> Like, who, who wouldn't want that? I remember when I got my first truck, uh, I was 16 years old, my dad bought me a 1990 black Dodge Ram, and it looks like his truck in this movie, and they were, you know, at the time, I think when my high school girlfriend like, you need to get some Bud and Sissy license plates to put, put behind your headrests, and at that age, I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have since figured it out. These trailers, man
1: that life this trailer looks particularly rough is this the Convict's trailer i believe so mm-hmm. he's trying on different mesh shirts as I know, we speak
0: i know you've expressed a, a, an affection for the the cowgirl look mm-hmm. i have to say i'm a particular fan of sissy spacex look in this movie that's a lot not of, a sissy spacex what's her name or not sissy, uh sissy spacex in the the coal miner's daughter yes yeah. what's uh, her name Diane something I'm sure i don't know I'm a particular fan of her look in this movie. Lots of t-shirts with no bra, like sort of tied in a knot mm-hmm. in between the boobs.
1: Uh, well, is there anything you want Deborah, to hit in before we Deborah, head
0: off? Is your name Deborah? Ooh, Deborah Winger?
1: Deborah Winger. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. You nailed it. Anything big coming up you want to address before we sign off well, for this yeah, abnormal I'm, Sunday pod? I'm going to New Hampshire, which, Ooh. you know, I'm leaving Friday. Sunny New Hampshire. Actually,
0: we're I'm, in Vermont. I'm actually excited about this trip because I looked up where we're going, Mm -hmm. and the high for the time we're there is like 72, and the low is 47. It's like my sweet spot. Like, fucking comfortable all day, jacket weather all night. Like, even if the room we're staying in doesn't have AC, I'm willing to bet we're going to be comfortable in the evening time. We're going for a family wedding. My wife's cousin and her partner are getting married. Uh, in the mountains I believe they're called the White Mountains Mm. of New Hampshire we'll be there for a few days I'm actually kind of looking forward to it just because apparently in August in New Hampshire and Vermont it's already fall like summer's been over Mm. and it's 70 to 47 leaves are turning it's already fall weather up there nice which will be frustrating to come back to where we're
1: at now 100 degrees Australia it's
0: still 100%
1: summer yeah guzzling and bullet (laughs) town.
0: But yeah, I've got that coming up. So, I say all that to say, on the off chance we aren't able to pull off a recording session between mm. now and then, there may be no show next Tuesday. We don't know. We just, don't know yet. Just
1: maybe. You might get a call and show. You could get a, a hodgepodge of greatest hits. Yeah, we don't know.
0: It definitely won't be that. No. No, because that would require a lot of doing. Man, you part. imagine
1: at this point. This is episode seventy-five. We haven't even talked about this. If for anybody else's show, this would be celebratory. If, if for us, any, we're like, uh, yeah. sorry.
0: If there's any super fan out there who's who's good with GarageBand and you want to go through and and make your own uh, mix of greatest hits from your favorite shows, by all means, do it and send it to me, and we'll put that up. There you go. But I'm not gonna <laughs> do that. Either. That is way too much fucking work, and I do not get paid enough to do this job. <laughs> well,
1: I think that's the way to end it right there. We do not get paid enough.
0: That's why I particularly liked my text to you this morning. Hey, I'm running a little bit late. Well, it's coming out of your paycheck. <laughs> I, I looked at
1: that, and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I know we have some, oh, Hello. was that just a pair of tits? Just What, what am I not remembering about urban, ca- oh, that's Ooh, unfortunate. That's a brown bagger. Right it was there. a nice pair of tits though. Just oh, look at the teeth on these broads. Are they bad teeth? It's not good. Her name was Crystal Smith. That's too close to Crystal Smith. Crystal Bath. You <laughs> that? My name's oh Crystal. Oh my God! it's Crystal speaking of Smith,
0: Smith, you know the comedian and magician, The Amazing Jonathan?
1: Yeah.
0: He he had this documentary made about him. It's actually on Hulu. I watched it yesterday. He was diagnosed in 2014 with some heart disease and given a year to live. Well, he has lived since then. He's lived like four or five years. Mm -hmm. So there is a question posited in the documentary as to whether or not he really was given that diagnosis or if he was just looking for attention or trying to pull like a Kaufman thing where he was going to fake his death and come back. But in the documentary, he just openly reveals that he smokes meth every day. Oh. He said, in the 80s, I did coke all the time until I discovered speed. And I love speed. I take speed like vitamins. (laughs) And the director of the doc says... What do you mean by speed exactly? Are these pills? And he said, no, I'll show you. And he pulls out this water pipe and some tinfoil. And he's like, this is it. I smoke it. And he's like, so what is this? he's like, it's meth. (laughs) And his wife, (laughs) she said, when I met him, he told me that he took speed like vitamins. The amazing Jonathan
1: does. Yes. The guy that, the the stand-up. Yeah. His
0: wife on camera's like, when I met him and we fell in love, he told me one of the first things he told me is that he does speed like vitamins. And I thought he was kind of kidding, and I fell in love with him. And then I eventually found out that what he meant was he smokes meth. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. Like, like, throughout the documentary, he's like, all right, give me the drugs. I got to go to the bathroom. And he goes to the bathroom, and he smokes meth, and then he comes back out, and he goes and, like, does his show. And according to him, he's like, I don't even get anything out of it anymore. I don't feel high when I do it. I just... I have it's to normal. do it. I yeah. just have to do it every day.
1: Yep, that's his normal. And
0: it's like, you like you have a supposedly a heart disease that's gonna kill you in a year, and you're smoking meth every day. It's a It's a wonder he still has his teeth. Like when you see him in the movie, it's like, you don't look as good as you did that time I saw you on Comedy Central, <laughs> but you don't look like someone who smokes meth every day either. <laughs> He's just figured out the uh He's figured out the middle
1: ground, <laughs> you know? Where just how far you can go before you look too methy.
0: All things in moderation. All you things know, in like, moderation. You're going to smoke meth like, just smoke it once a day.
1: So don't step on power lines and smoke a little meth every day. <laughs> W-F-U-C-K!
0: Bam! 97.5! Coming up next, we got Traffic and Weather. We've got that new docuseries to promote on The Amazing Jonathan and the Meth Smoking. <laughs> we've got Sports with skip a skip We've got the No Cheese Hollywood Report from non-listener Sean. Sean. Thanks for writing in. Uh, cut from Down Under, Matt. We'll cut see- from Down Under. <laughs> will see you guys next week. Until then, here's... Cut down under. It This works on so many levels.
1: Here... <laughs> here's Toto! Oh, wow. Hello! Oh. Toto.